Hello class, my name is Tressa Fryer, and the case I will be covering today is about Thomas Hainsworth. This case took place in the state of Virginia in the year of 1984, where Thomas Hainsworth was accused of committing the various crimes of robbery, abduction, gun possession, and rape. Thomas Hainsworth was an 18-year-old black male who was still 18 when he was initially accused and convicted. From January 3rd through February 1st, various sexual assaults were committed against five different women. Three of the women were held at knife point and assaulted, and two of them were abducted and held at gunpoint. Each one of these instances, except for one, the women were sexually assaulted, and all of them happened in the area of East Richmond. The police assumed that it was one person committing these crimes due to it being in the same location, specifically within a one-mile radius of each other as well as the crimes being done in a particular way each time. The victim, who was approached and threatened at her own home, immediately called the police after the attacker fled, who later on also identified Thomas Hainsworth as her attacker after seeing him walk by a nearby market. Hainsworth had no previous criminal record, but was still obtained and subjected to being shown to the victims in a photo lineup. All four of the women he was going to be charged by identified their attacker as Hainsworth when they were shown the photos of potential suspects. Even though the police were told the height of the perpetrator was taller than the victims, being around 5'10", and Hainsworth was only 5'6 half, it was completely disregarded. When it came to the trials, all of the victims testified against Hainsworth in court. The testimonies in the initial eyewitness ultimately led to Hainsworth's conviction on July 12, 1984. He was charged with abduction, robbery, and two counts of rape and sentenced to 74 years in prison. But after Hainsworth was convicted, the rapes still continued to happen. The actual rapist even called himself the Black Ninja after attacking more than a dozen women. These continuing attacks were done in the same way and in the same area as the ones Hainsworth was convicted for. And then on December 19, 1984, a man named Leon Davis was arrested by the police and the assaults and rapes stopped. And Davis was sentenced to a multiple life sentence in prison. Even after they found Davis, Hainsworth's case was not revisited until there was an order to review the cases that, that happened in the same year his did. When reviewed, the semen found on one of the crime scenes did not match to Hainsworth, but it did in fact match to Leon Davis, which ultimately led to his exoneration later down the road. After knowing this knowledge, Hainsworth and his legal team worked to get him acquitted for the one case where the semen was found and proved it was not him. Even though they were only had DNA evidence for the one case, they acquitted him for the other two cases he was charged for later too. They proved his innocence in the other cases by showing they fit the, M the same exact MO as the ones Leon Davis was charged with. They also had Hainsworth take a polygraph test, which he passed. Hainsworth was still denied parole repeatedly, even after finding the DNA evidence, until March 2011 when he was granted parole. And then finally, not until arguing before two courts of appeals on December 6, 2011, Hainsworth was fully exonerated. Hainsworth served 27 years altogether and was compensated with $1 million. This is one of the cases that contributes to the 69% of wrongful convictions being made because of misidentification. More than 375 wrongful convictions that have been made in the U.S. 
have been because of misidentifications from eyewitnesses. That means overall that more than half of wrongful convictions that have been made have been because of eyewitnesses and misidentification. It goes to show that changes in how eyewitnesses are so relied on to prove someone is guilty should be changed. Things such as inconsistencies and suspects' descriptions should not be ignored too easily, as they were in Hainsworth's case, and the tactics of photo lineups should be reformed in the in a way so victims are not persuaded or encouraged by invest, investigators to pick a specific suspect. There should be less influences present when it comes to victims and eyewitnesses, as it's been sh- shown that memory is not as good as we thought it was when relying on it. As in Hainsworth's case, this was so detrimental to proving his guilt. Even though there was DNA evidence they could have easily used to disprove he was guilty. The work of the Innocent Project in exonerating and freeing many innocent people should be a good sign of the need for reform regarding our justice system, specifically reform in how eyewitnesses are so relied on.